Once again, welcome to Rabbit Troop Sucks. I am Paul. I am I am Mike. We did it. We yeah, we introduced We introduced ourselves. ourselves. Yes, yeah, right off the bat, we yeah, introduced ourselves. We Today we're coming at you with a 1991 film, Highway to Hell, starring Chad Lowe and Christy Swanson and some a lot of cameos along the way, and Ben the Dog. And Mike has said this time and time again, who is our favorite character? And uh, usually it is the animal, and it is not going to change for me in this movie. Ben the Dog, played by some dog, is definitely one of my favorite characters. Yeah, the dog does a great job. I I don't have the dog's name. Yeah, so uh, I have seen this movie before. I was telling Mike that this popped up. You know, we always watch things legally. There's so many streaming services, Tubi, Plex, you know, clearly Netflix. We own some of the movies. Uh, you know, we rent some of the movies. And this movie popped up on Tubi. And I remember Mike and I watched this movie probably a decade and a half ago together. But I first saw this movie personally in the late 90s. And I then had just memories of this movie. I didn't remember who was in it. I just had vague memories of what happens. I it just my memory was this is some kind of like weird made for MTV movie that someone just did. I don't feel I'm too far off. Do you, do you know how to pronounce the director's name? I was just looking at that. I do not. He's from he's from the Netherlands. Yeah, and I, I don't. That. That's where he learned to dance, I guess. Well, I, the the big movie I know him from is he directed the movie Drop Dead, Drop Dead Fred. Fred. That's yeah. the only movie that I recognized. Everything else. Um, looked like it was not for American markets. Yeah, I think it was, you know, more like Netherlands-centric. Um, I would do Drop Dead Fred at some point in time. I haven't seen that movie in many, many yeah, years. same. Uh, hopefully it stands up. But yeah, so into Highway to Hell, we have this pseudo-Orpheus story that pans out, sort of, and there's a lot of things. It's kind of a mix of a comedy. It's a mix of a drama. It's a mix of, I don't know what the hell's going on sometimes, but I'm kind of just along for the ride. Yeah, there's there's a lot of, like, like biblical hell mythology. Maybe not even biblical. I, I'm not up on the Bible. But, like, there's a lot of hell mythology. There's, like, a River Styx thing, and I think there's some things that I probably missed. Yeah, you gotta pay that ferryman. Yeah, and yeah, there was there was a lot of that. Some and, old, you know, devil tropes of, you know, I'll take you up on bets. Yeah, but every, everything was kind of disjointed. Um, just as far as that mythology goes, like there wasn't a cohesive, maybe they were trying to do like a Dante's circles of hell thing. Sure. Uh, I, I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. There was, there was a mishmash of like anything you could think of that referenced hell. It was kind of, there, it would, they just, yeah, it made an appearance, whether it made sense to or not. So I've been trying to pay attention to some of the music in some of these films. And the last <laughs> movie that we did was free Jack. And I noted that I was not down for the jazz sax solo. This movie just comes out of nowhere. Well, I shouldn't say that because there's the heaven and hell tropes going on. But the song really does feel like it comes out of nowhere. It's kind of a gospel opening, but there's also heavy metal lead guitars and some tribal drums. So we have now five genres of music blended into one yeah, where that, someone is kind of gospel singing. It's like, hey, but they, but that kind of just comes was, and goes. It was really weird. Also, apparently they couldn't afford the rights to the song Highway to Hell, which, <laughs> which they did want to use. So maybe maybe something was thrown together at the last minute when they couldn't get that nailed down. That, hey, we can't get Highway to Hell, but listen, my, my friend does music and I think you're going to like what's happening. Or may, maybe whoever was in charge of ACDC at that point saw the movie and went nah i don't i don't think we need who was in charge of acdc at that point who was uh it doesn't, I, it doesn't matter i have no idea yeah someone probably yeah so this movie basically opens up you know uh as i said with this gospel singing um 
there's a car driving through and it's a pizza delivery car. Why was it a pizza delivery car? I don't uh, think was that ever brought up why not, he was driving a pizza delivery not, car? Not that I ever know okay. noticed at any point in time. And oh no, I mean, before we get to that car, I mean we see that uh Chad Lowe is the main character. He's wearing a 49ers hat and they're eating in a diner. That's right, uh before we see yeah. that pizza car. They're eating in a diner and Chad Lowe is super weirded out. He's with Christy Swanson, it's Charlie and Rachel. And Charlie looks at Rachel, you know, this cop's looking at us. We got to get out of here. And you piece together throughout the story that they are going to elope and get married. So Yeah, they're I get, on their way to Vegas. So, yeah, he's taking some back roads. He's trying to be secretive. So are they, I, I guess I didn't really understand what his issue is. Are they underage? Like, Well, so I, I had to, Mike, I totally agree with you. So the whole movie is like, why is this a secret? What is actually going right, on? Right, like he seemed really concerned that they were going to get quote yeah. unquote caught. Right. And I, I don't, don't think they were doing anything wrong. No, I, I, I don't know if they're supposed to be under 18 or something. And that's kind of addressed here and there later on. I don't remember how old Christy Swanson is. I looked up both of them. Chad Lowe is 23 in this movie. So I'm like, if they were underage, would they even be able to get married in Vegas? I mean, maybe a state wouldn't let you get married at 17 and they can at 17 or 18. I, I have no idea. I mean, okay. those are great questions. But yeah, I don't know why. Because, yeah, for any of this. So, you know, Chad Lowe is super jittery. We got to get out of this diner. You know, this cop's looking at us. So you grab, you know, throw some cash to the table, which looks like four or five single bills. Right. He goes back, stuffs some French fries in his mouth and gets half a cheeseburger. Gets the cheeseburger, uh, puts half of it in his mouth. They're walking outside. He gives it to his dog from his mouth, which is really gross. <laughs> yeah. And then the cop uh, also finishes, you know, his meal or, or I think he's playing a video game and then walks out. And then he's following Chad Lowe and Christy Swanson, again, Charlie and Rachel, for a bit. Right. He's, like, he's just coincidentally following him. He's yeah. not actually interested in what they're doing. Yeah. And, and Chad Lowe says, you know, I'm going to pull off. And the cop, you know, takes a different route. And, and that's kind of where, where we're at. So now we're going out down some back roads. Yeah. And they... They they stopped for gas, right? Yeah. Um. And I was they filled up their tank for eight dollars, which was very disappointing for me. As earlier today, I filled up my tank for eighty dollars. Nice. Which was a fun treat. When she, you, you go when you get a ten times multiplier, you it's just like you know winning the lottery. Well, she needs premium, dude. <laughs> um. And uh, th- there's a weird elderly gas station attendant, and he's kind of he's he he's not being threatening or like weird hillbillyish, but he's he's being odd. Like he's he's trying to get them. He doesn't want them to keep going. He offers to let them stay. He has like a cabin. Yeah, they that, can stay in. Yeah, he, he's really direct. He's like, I got this cabin in back. You two, you know, you're clearly going to Vegas. This is an old road. Your car is not going to make it. Don't do it. Don't do it. You know, I, I've got this cabin in back of the gas station. It's secluded. You'll you have privacy. I won't even charge you. That I mean. That's really nice in one way and in other ways. And in right. this year, uh, no. Oh, if someone yeah. offered me that, I just assume you're going to murder me and in my sleep. Charlie did assume that because he, yeah. he's like, I, no, no, thanks, weird old man. Um, we just, you know, we, we got to drive through the night. We're going to get to Vegas. And then then the old man issues them a warning. And I, I, I don't know if I have this right, but he said, just whatever you do, if you're going to drive tonight, don't stop. You're going to drive past two Joshua trees yep, yep. and don't stop until you've passed the second one. Yes. And let me um, tell you, he, he does not follow that advice. I, I'm, he does not heed the warning. Well, not, not on purpose, but I'm going to ask a really dumb question. Is a Joshua tree a type of tree? Like, uh, yes. Okay. Cause they do show it and it does look like the Joshua tree that is on the cover of YouTube's of Joshua. Joshua tree. Well, I guess because I'm a simpleton, I didn't, I thought that that was called the Joshua tree. Cause like it was a special thing not because that's the the brand of or type what do you call a tree type uh, yeah the 
breed of sure. tree. Yeah, okay. I'm, this is very, you're getting an insight into my intelligence tonight. Um, yeah, this I has did, been brought to you by trees. Trees. Um, I, I'm not an arborist. I don't have a green thumb. I don't know for trees. Uh, but yeah, so it, it did look like the Joshua tree. But he, you know, he falls asleep at the wheel, long story short. Um, and he, he kind of comically falls asleep. He does kind of comically. So he looks at Christy Swanson. She's asleep, Rachel. Because right, he, he's actually pouring his heart out to her. Yeah, and then he gets out. He's all off of And then he's she's I'm not asleep. even talking to anyone. And it gets even more aggravated where we see Ben the dog is also asleep. Mm-hmm. And then he just closes his eyes and starts rocking the steering wheel like it's Clark Griswold in uh, uh, Vacation. And he just goes off-roading and basically wakes up to a police officer uh, immediately approaching him, which gets super weird. And note, he only passed one Joshua tree, yeah. so now he's in between, he's in between the Joshua the trees. trees. <laughs> which is the worst place to be. You Joshua want, tree yeah, was. you don't want to be in between the Joshua trees. So this cop gets out, and he's like, the car is kind of weird. It's like a stylized kind of muscle police car. Yeah, every time you hear it drive, it also has this like futuristic Mad Max sound. It's like, yeah. <laughs> but it has like no indication of why it would be like that, but sometimes fire comes out of it. Yeah, every once in a while. I do like when you see the Cop step out of the car. You see, you know, the the pan and scan is uh, you know feet to head, but you first see the boot come out, and it's just a boot that's smoking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the, the boot's smoking, and he has this weird like future gun. Like it, it, it's not like a laser gun. It looks like a regular gun, but that with like bits glued onto it. And his pentagrams all over. I got yeah. pentagram badge. Yeah, a pentagram belt buckle. Belt. Yeah. <laughs> did you catch his name? No, I did, but I didn't write it down. It was like oh. Sergeant. Danger or oh, it's like, like brim that. fire. Or yeah, something. it was. Yeah, really I, I think I might have it written down somewhere. Um, and then he, they show his face, and he has like weird hell symbols written all over it, um, kind of like carved into his face. And it, my favorite part that he has the quote unquote handcuffs, which are just two severed hands, yeah. connected by a chain, right? Um, and he, he puts those on his belt. And he goes over to the car, and he doesn't he doesn't say anything. It doesn't really address anyone. Uh, he punches Charlie in the face, right? Rips the door off the car. And takes Buffy the Vampire Slayer and throws her in the police car and just gets out of there. There's yeah. no, there's no conflict or exchange. He's just, he's getting it done. Yeah, he, uh, yeah. Uh, Chad Lowe is a hundred percent unconscious in all of this. It's just like, boom, bop, and he's just thrown. The car door is just ripped right off, and Christy Swanson is just there. And then you know we basically cut to uh, Chad Lowe waking up, and the dog is there, and he's questioning what is actually going on yeah so he goes back to the gas station to the weird old man without it without a car door without a car door and the weird old man gives him information that would have been really helpful earlier which is uh let me get my notes that so that's the hell cop uh this guy takes people yeah it's kind Um, of funny too i wrote hell cop and actually they just start referencing yeah (laughs) they do um yeah so Oh, so he Charlie says, "Who you know? Who do I call?" And the old man says, "You can't phone hell." <laughs> um, and then, he, then he kind of gives him this backstory. He has a picture album of like abducted girls. Um, one of them was his girlfriend, uh, Clara. Clara. Uh, and you know, the, so we're kind of piecing it together. Yeah, like the helicopter rolls around. He it, takes girls. He's getting really esoteric with it. I mean, this guy knew where they were going. He's like, "Listen," and I wrote some of this down. Like. You're on a road within a road. And he's like, and Chad Lowe's like, what the hell are you talking about? He's like, you can't see it, but I've been there. And he's like, oh my God, what are you talking about? But I mean, he did witness Hellcop taking his girl. So, I mean, he does know something, something's happening. Yeah, he's, he's inclined to go along. Um, old man says, you got to catch him before he reaches Hell City. Um, 
you got to be back within 24 hours or you'll be trapped. I'm not sure that that is, was true because I feel like they were there for a really goddamn long time. My favorite thing is a very Legend of Zelda moment. Take this, and it's a sawed-off shotgun <laughs> that is apparently like... like, like it has right, yeah, seashells right, glued to it or something. Yeah, I'm guessing it's like right out of Supernatural where it's an enchanted, you know, heaven cult in this instance. It's, you know, a sawed-off shotgun that shoots heaven bullets or something. You'll need this. I love that he stocks his car up with, well, a new car. He the, gives him a new car. He gives him a new car. And, do, do you know what the car is, Mike? I do not know. Yeah, I don't know old American stuff. Really. Yeah, it's just a really old car, but it looks kind of sweet. It looks like a mobster car. I mean, it's 50 years old. This movie came out in the 91. And um, I mean, because they, they say that. And he fills the car with all these jugs of antifreeze. You're going to need that. It's going to be hot in hell. Right. Never <laughs> mentioned again. Yeah. The, the antifreeze. That's like a Chekhov's gun. Kind but of but he does run out of oil later. In this in this <laughs> one trip, he does have an oil problem. Yeah. Well, he, he fucks his car up a little bit. <laughs> um, and he, so the old man, now that he's prepared, he says, you got to, I think you, you have to drive back and forth between the two trees. And you got to believe. And believe. <laughs> so it's kind of like, it's, it's, like a, it's escaping Oz, basically. <laughs> yeah. You got to, you just got to believe. Click your heels together, and then you'll end up in Hell City. <laughs> um, and then, as he's driving off, the old man's like, "Oh, I forgot to tell you the most yeah, important thing." Yeah, he's 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 four feet away. Right. Just, I mean, he can make he can make like a hot step or two. Just like, hey, like I should really tell you this. Right. But then he drives off, and we don't get to know what the important thing was. He d- he never tells us anything. I don't think so. Yeah, that's probably probably right. I don't have it in my notes. I don't either. Right. Um, yeah. So we don't know what the special thing is. Uh, but so he gets to the trees, he drives back and forth. He, you know, he believes hard enough and bam, he is now what we find out later. He is now in hell. Well, no, he, he, uh, encounters a real police officer, uh, a real cop pulls him over and, it, and he thinks it's the hell cop again. He's driving around and this real police officer is like, what the hell are you doing? You're like, you're driving <laughs> right, recklessly. And then, uh, he is able to kind of uh, get away from the police officer. Well, first, Chadlow pulls a gun on him because he thinks he's the helicopter. He's like, I'll kill you, you SOB. And he's like, oh, God, oh, God. And he just hits the gas. And then the cop follows him while Chadlow is saying, I believe, I believe, I believe. <laughs> and then, Mike, if I guess correct, a Portal 2, which we find out hell, opens yeah. up, absorbs the car in Chadlow and Ben the dog. And now, boom, we're in the Portal to Hell. Yeah. And, and it looks like there's just nothing around. It's all filmed in Arizona. Which is basically hell. Sorry to our Arizona listeners. Um, your state sucks. There's a billboard. It says, you'll be sorry you left home at all. I'm just like, why Why would anyone even construct this billboard? Right, yeah. Who's, who's that? What's the market for that? Who's the audience here? Are a lot of people driving between those two fucking trees? And then we then we get a hard cut to Christy Swanson's character of Rachel is in the backseat of this cop car and they're driving off road and back roads and yeah. you know in this future car. And this is when we get a first major cameo that they uh, the cop pulls or the hell cop pulls up to some kind of restaurant. Pluto's diner. Yeah. yeah. And then out front we get Ben Stiller cook, cooking up food. Yeah, and, like on the ground. He's just he's cooking up stuff on the ground because yeah. it's hot. It's yeah, it's super weird. He's just throwing eggs on there and he's throwing other things. And he's like, Oh, I'll give you a head cheese omelet and breaks an egg over his head and throws it to the ground. It sizzles. Um, and then you know, the cop comes in and it's a clearly a hell cop bar. Yeah, they're all hell cops, but uh, they look like the worst hell cops. Ben Stiller's mom is the waitress, mm-hmm. and uh, Jerry Stiller is one of the cops in there. And uh, so we have that, and we later on get another Stiller and a second cameo Who, of Ben Stiller. So th- the other Stiller is, is Ben's sister. That was my guess. Is it Amy? It's Amy Stiller. I had to look it up. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm assuming that's his who, sister. Is, who is she in the movie? She is Cleopatra when they're playing cards later. Oh, I didn't pick up on that. Okay. 
Okay, yeah, well, that's no spoilers ahead. Um, yeah, and uh, Christy Swanson uh, sees an opportunity. There's some banter between the waitress and the mm-hmm. Hellcops. A lot of okay. Uh, here's your coffee, and uh, Christy Swanson takes coffee and pours it on the handcuffs made out of hands. So she burns it, and the hands wiggle, and she just bolts out the door. No one knows this outside of the waitress serving coffee, which is interesting. How how hot was that coffee? You would think hell handcuffs would be could Used just it? could brush off some coffee. Um, I don't know. Not, not here. As as. Christy Swanson is running out. Ben Stiller tries to, you know, offer her steak. Oh, I'm making the steak. It's my best cut. He's yeah. got. He's doing a weird voice. In yeah, this. It's super bizarre. It's my best cut. You need to come back. And then she runs off, and he, he calls her a vegetarian bitch. And I thought, <laughs> oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> okay, stern. And then we get Christy Swanson meets up with a motorcycle gang, which is led by Royce, the yeah. leader of the motorcycle gang that does very little. In yeah. Zone. So they they show up a lot. At plot points, I don't know who these people are. I know who one of them is. Yes. I don't know, so they're not they're not hell people because everyone else that we've seen, I like that they're not hell people, looks look like a demon or kind of like all the hell cops are kind of like they don't look entirely human. You can tell there's something off. Like these are just like normal folks um, riding motorcycles. We don't know why they're in hell, not yet or really ever. Um, we don't know what their their motives are, other than they think all this sucks. Yeah, it's kind of interesting too. At uh, Royce, the leader, pulls out this move. He pulls out two things. One, he pulls out a sword. Yeah. <laughs> so this guy's rocking a sword. Pulls that out. Threatens Rachel. Hellcop comes out with a gun, and you hear the clink, and it's handgun, future handgun versus sword. And they, he has a uh, Royce has a little talk with Hellcop. He's like, listen, I, I, you know, she got away. This would be a problem for you. I'm not going to hold you up. This is your fault. But you owe me one. And he keeps asking people this. He keeps asking people like, later on, you owe me one. This does get cashed in later on, which is kind of Mm -hmm. interesting. Hell Cop has a couple morals. And if you owe someone something, even in hell, you're going to owe them that. And then we get a hard cut to, uh, well, they leave. And then Chad is back driving. And he meets up with some blonde woman. Like some blonde (laughs) woman is there. And she's in this weird white dress. Her breasts are hanging pretty much out. She's mm-hmm. fully sweaty. And it's kind of like this weird seducing moment. Like, hey, stranger, like, where are you going? Yeah. And he says, you know, what's uh, what's the quickest way to hell? And she goes, sex, sex drugs, drugs, and, and rock and roll. roll. <laughs> yeah. and, and then he's like, so, uh, you know, I'm, I'm basically looking for, this is one of my favorite parts of this movie, just the way she responded in such a matter-of-fact way. He's like, yeah, I'm looking for uh, looking for this guy, because he's not referring to him as Hellcop yet. He's like, I'm looking for, for this guy, like, he's like a police officer, he took my girlfriend, and this woman who's leaning in the window of his car goes, oh, hell cop, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that, that is when, <laughs> when it's established, like, everyone knows hell cop. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, no, it's obviously hell cop. Um, and he's like, yeah, yeah, and she's like, well, I can tell, I can take you, I can show you the way, but... Wait, let, let me kind of inch you into this. She keeps leaning in. Yeah, she's more and more, and it's more like, and more. It's more like, hey, sugar breast closer to face Mm -hmm. he's confused breast closer to face bam a zombie ice cream guy jumps on top of the hood and and i I wrote like ah some kind of crazy zombie ice cream guy and i kind of wrote that facetiously but then he takes out the ice cream cone scooper (laughs) yeah he's like click 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 (laughs) yeah i i so yeah she's leaning in she's like i can take you but there's some bad news you got room for two and then yeah like i I wrote down that he looked like a soda jerk but yeah yeah yeah, you're right like just immediately ice cream scoop comes out um uh charlie immediately shoots this person and oh yeah 
and then drives drives away and then gets captured by the motorcycle gang. Yeah, so this is so a lot of props here. So the one guy has an ice cream scoop. The motorcycle gang surrounds him and you know, he gets out of the car, there's a confrontation. We meet, see Royce again, you know, and so all his thugs are basically holding uh, Chad Lowe down. Well, not down on the ground, just, you know, away from him. I mean, he's basically pinned about standing. And one guy is playing with a dental mirror. I saw that was his <laughs> weapon of choice, just twirling a dental mirror. Um, super weird. But Chad Lowe kind of explains, you know, I need to go after, you know, my girlfriend. You know, this guy has him. Royce. All right, yeah. you owe me one. Yeah, gotcha. This one is not cashed in, no. um, but he, but they agree. You owe me one, and that's where we're at. And then all of a sudden, we see this quick cut to this woman, Clara, going back to this old man at the gas station. As Mike was noting, his girlfriend, you know, just disappeared once. Her name was Clara. He saw a picture and shared it, or shared it with Chad Lowe. So Chad Lowe saw this picture, and he thinks, oh, my God, it's Clara, but it's been 50 years. She would be much older, and that's kind of weird. And then... The cop cars, again, we just go to that, and uh, the cop car's driving around with the, I noticed the license plate said Damned, mm -hmm. and then uh, <laughs> I had to look up the song. It's Devil Owns the Highway by the Throttle Boys. And Is this like the B-side highway to hell? Because yes. they couldn't afford it. It has to be, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, it, yeah, it was, it was totally noticeable. And uh, Chad uh, does catch up to the cop and rams the car. There's a bunch of back and forth on the on the highway. Yeah, uh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. He and and this is where he breaks his car and all the oil comes out of it. And then this is, <laughs> I, this is the most bizarre thing in this movie. He his car breaks down because the oil comes out and he's walking along yeah, and, uh, and the motor aid and he sees like one of those like <laughs> highway aid boxes like on the side of highways and he uses it. He's like, no, this this totally makes sense. I'll bet I'll bet someone will come help me in hell. And he, he calls on the thing and the exchange he has, the guy picks up. He's like, oh yeah, your car broke down. Oh yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, looks like you're walking geek. Yeah. I noted geek too yeah. on that. Like, Sounds like you're walking geek. I'm like, oh man, so, <laughs> threw that into it. Yeah. So like the, the, the motor aid box was not, was not helpful, but then lo and behold, a tow truck just shows up. I note immediately that the tow truck driver right now, he does go through physical changes. I'll, we'll get to that. Well, he looks like Ray Purchase from, he does look from like Ray Purchase. Uh, the Toast of London. Also, for something that was meant to be... I I don't know if you were supposed to pick up on this or not. His He has the most obvious name. Oh, Beazle? Beazle, yeah. His name's <laughs> Beazle. And, like, you know, spoiler alert, he turns out to be the devil. But, like... And it's obvious when you're when this exchange is going on. Like, this guy is not above board. But his name, his name is fucking Beazle. Yeah, and also a kid pops up. Uh, we're not. I, I don't know when he his name is introduced. His name is Adam. This kid pops up. He's like, whoa! And then uh, the tow truck says, uh, "It's the AAA oh, Anarchy uh, Armageddon and Annihilation." Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, that's that's the company he's working for. Also, uh, Beazel has some super weird ring on. They exchange like a handshake, mm -hmm. and it really you know quickly zooms into this weird eye ring. But he looks super friendly. He's like, no, no, friend. Like, you know, I'm here to help you. You know, the devil wears many disguises, kids. Just right. you remember that. He offers to fix his car. And they're they're talking about uh, about Christy Swanson and what the deal is. And he says, oh, is she a virgin? Uh, Hellcop usually only takes virgins. And, and Charlie's like, no, 
bro. Like, no, 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 we made like, we, we, we made out in my car. We totally banged out in the car earlier. And then he's like, "You have nothing to worry about." <laughs> also, right. I noted uh, that's when they're back at the shop. But on the way to the shop, they pass a uh, like a chain gang cleanup crew, and everyone looks like a zombie Andy Warhol. I don't yeah, know I, did, I saw. I didn't even. There were so many things that I didn't write down because I, I didn't even take notes about the kid because. I didn't think he was coming back, but then he did. He did. So you're going to have to to be in charge of the kids stuff. Um, yeah. So then we we are back in the cop car, and the cop car is watching commercials on a digital screen while driving around, <laughs> and it's for Sticks beer, like you know the mm-hmm. River of Sticks, and they said they have the filthiest and deadliest beer available and it's some weird commercial about how sticks beer is the best toxic beer that you could be having and i think even uh hell cop kind of gives like a grunt chuckle like, <laughs> and christy swanson's in the back like what the hell's going on <laughs> yeah um and they're driving i guess i thought this was hell city but i don't i don't know that this is where they're at right now they they drive into like a a place uh, there's a bunch, there's like a line of people explaining their sins to like some kind of judge or arbiter. Does this, yeah, it's, uh, I think this, this is when Chad's driving around. Yeah. And so there's two things. I think hell cop gets to hell city. Okay. And no, no and Beazles says, you know, they're at least on their way. And Beazles no, says, you know, after fixing the car, you need to go to hell city. All roads lead there. Right. And then he's like, okay, Hellcop took my girlfriend and he's like, this is how you need to do it. Then Chad, you know, gets his car fixed and drives to this area. And yeah, Mike's right. There's this line of people and it's all these sinners. And they basically just get on a conveyor belt and get chopped up and destroyed. Uh, I guess to yeah. pay for their sins. I guess who knows? Yeah. Um, that was kind of, that was kind of weird, but they're, they're here because they're going to this weird club. I don't know if it had a name. I didn't, I didn't see it or write it down, but it's like a weird kind of hell. Hoffa's. Hoffa's? Yeah, because okay. at some point in time, the bartender answers like, hello? No, Jimmy ain't here because it's Jimmy, Jimmy Hoffa's bar. Yeah, but I'm ting. Yeah, but it's like kind of like a weird, they have people in cages, but there's like a lot of, there's like some tits out. I, I don't. Also, also uh, while Chad is driving before the club, it's raining hardcore for one second in a scene, and he has the windshield wipers on. And the next scene, he pulls up to Hoffa's, and it looks like it's 100 degrees. I, like, didn't, I, don't, yeah, I, I didn't even pick up on it. It was just weird. I just don't notice it because all of a sudden the windshield wipers were on, and it was dark. Sure. <laughs> it's not addressed. But yes, they're at Hoffa's. Yeah, so the, he, uh, Charlie goes into this club, and he, he is going, he's holding his shotgun. He's trying to hide it behind his back in the most awkward way possible later he hides it in a shirt later he hides it in a, <laughs> a shirt, flannel yeah. shirt charlie's not great at obscuring <laughs> objects on his person um but he goes in and he he locates uh he locates buffy and sa- says are you okay she's like no i'm not okay i'm in a fucking cage in a hell bar yeah it's super weird it's like th- this movie is kind of bizarrely rated i'm sure it's rated r but this is the one scene that there's some kind of nudity like yeah. there's nude women dancing at this like in like stripper cages uh, Christy Swanson in, is in one, not nude, but I think it was like, you're going to become like a nude hell stripper or something. <laughs> um, and there's not like a ton of profanity throughout this. So it's just kind of like a weird move, but yeah, uh, she is freed from the hell cage. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, some, some the cops, uh, the cop shows up. And, sh- and just straight up shoots Charlie. Yeah, Charlie, we now assume, is dead. He tried to shoot the uh, hell cop with the magic gun or the heaven gun that Sam, the gas station attendant, gave him. But it doesn't work. And yeah, a hell cop just blasts him right in the chest. Right. When he does, the the handcuffs give Charlie the finger. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> everyone in the bar just erupts in applause. They're, they're loving this. And then kind of as he's going out, like out of consciousness, Christy Swanson's captured 
and uh, Beazel walks in yeah. and, and shows up and says he could fix anything, cars, people, etc. Mm-hmm. So this is where we kind of like come to, I don't know how much time has elapsed. I don't know even know if we established that uh, Chad Lowe has 24 hours to accomplish yeah, we, this. If right. he does not do this, much like the movie Little Monsters, he will become a monster <laughs> and be trapped in hell. And that is directly said. It's like, you'll be trapped there forever or turned into one of them, which is basically the rules of the Little Monsters. Yeah. So he's laid out on a bar and he's clearly fixed up but still needing a little rest. This is when we have uh, three people all in hell. We have Ben Stiller as a second cameo. He is Attila the Hun. We have Amy Stiller as Cleopatra and Gilbert Gottfried as Hitler, <laughs> all playing cards and talking sass to one another, uh, doing some weird stuff. Uh, and Charlie comes to, hurrah, he's healed. Yeah, yeah, he's healed. Uh, Beazle says, uh, you're lucky the, the bullet didn't pierce your soul. <laughs> yeah, uh, you, you've got a good heart, um, all the while being slightly menacing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, but he, but Beasley goes, you know, there, there's a lot of women out there. Just go back home. Yeah, find he, another girl. He's trying to get Charlie out of here. Because, um, you know, maybe he's seeing he has a good heart. He has a stout soul. And he wants Christy Swanson for himself. So he's like, you know what? You know what, bro? You can do better. Just he hasn't revealed that yet, but you will you know. No, yeah, you don't. He hasn't revealed it yet. But, I mean, his his name is goddamn Beasley. And before we leave this area, we see that... Uh, uh, Cleopatra is telling Hitler to go get therapy and various other things. And it kind of scans over to a table. And I don't know who all the people are, but it's clearly a, uh, it's a reserved table highlighting these people will be in hell eventually. And I saw Jerry Lewis was one of them amongst the four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jerry. And then now we're back outside. Yeah. So he's, uh, Charlie's trying to get to, He's still trying to get to Hell City because I guess he isn't there yet. But he doesn't even have a shirt on. We just have Chadlow with pants, shoes, and a shotgun. Yeah, but he's ready to go. And he's look, <laughs> he's looking for a shortcut. Um, then the gang shows up, the motorcycle gang. And Clara's like, hey, I, I don't take this shortcut. Yeah, I can't remember. She actually had something like, you know, you take shortcuts in life. Yeah, she had uh, a whole spiel Like Much it. like this. You know, you're you're not going to get to the the path that you want on, and it's kind of like the sage wisdom. And Chadlow totally ignores it. And side note, does it successfully? Like I, I don't know what the end game from Clara was. She kind of is a back and forth. Like, is she good? Is she bad? She seems like I'm not good or bad. I've made my decisions, but I'm not going to tell people to do the wrong thing. But that kind of would have been the wrong thing because Chadlow does take a shortcut, mm-hmm. which pays off. Yeah, so he's so weird, just weird. He, he takes off driving and he's being chased, isn't he? At this point, yeah, the, the, the motorcycle gang is chasing him. And uh, for I noticed that he's driving frantically and all these cars and various other things are trying to run him off the road. They throw a bunch of green slime goo on his car, and then some guy's trying to cut into it with a chainsaw, too. It's a very, very Mad Max, yeah. And then we get a road to nowhere sign, you know, a little talking heads throw uh-huh. shout outs. And then we another get, song that they could not afford. <laughs> totally. And then we get to a cliff where it says nowhere and it just points to up. And then all of a sudden we're in a cave. Yeah. Like he veers off into this weird cave and there's like a nice door in there. Not like a cave door, like a door for a house. And he, he goes in and he goes up these stairs and then he's in this like weird 80s bedroom yeah i know yeah it's super 80s it's bedroom. like it's like margo and todd's house in there <laughs> yeah. um and then he sees uh what's her name rachel rachel or christy swanson christy swanson so i do want to note because at first we see her she's 
in these very white silk pajama. Is she playing the violin at this point? Yeah. Okay. No, 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 no. Okay. She's tied up. Initially, oh, okay. she's tied up. So she's in these very like virginal white robes, very symbolic. She's tied up. Help me. Help me. And then he goes to immediately help her. <laughs> I write down a little bit of the exchange. She goes, make love to me, Charlie. If you make love to me, the devil won't want me. Oh, yeah. He, she is all fucking horned right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and she keeps saying these things. And Hellcop immediately jump, jumps through a wall. Yeah, I yes. mean, you, you, like, I can't remember how, but Charlie knows like Hellcop is on his way. So, you know, Rachel's like, make love to me. He's like, oh, my God, we got to get the hell out of here. And you think he goes by a door and you think he's going to bust down the door. He busts through the wall next to the door and boom, right. fight. Uh, Hellcop versus Charlie. Yeah, it's like a Hanna-Barbera cartoon. There's basically like a Hellcop shaped hole in the wall right and he, he then picks up charlie by his feet and starts swinging him around the room <laughs> right. like some kind of conan move yeah but then charlie they tussle for a little bit charlie ends up getting um the hellcop gun. gun and shoots hellcop and hellcop disappears which doesn't kill him later on i right. did like the scene because it's like zap zap and a, a hellcop phases out but all we see is boots a holster with a pentagram and sunglasses still <laughs> on the floor. But those sunglasses are kind of uh, clutch because later on we, we learned that the sunglasses actually hold a little power. Yeah. And so then, you know, Christy Swanson, Rachel is now free, but immediately she's now in this all black dress. Right. And, and she, she still wants to fuck. Yeah. She is very aggressive. They're making out. She's grabbing mm -hmm. his head. He's like, we've got to get out of here make love to me, make love to me. And he clearly just wants to get out. And she's just saying, I'm, like, all of my quotes are make love to me, come to bed. <laughs> and he's like, I got you. Remember that you left this bracelet or this necklace that I gave you. No, it was a bracelet. You left this bracelet that I gave you. And she's like, ah, and then just kind of tosses it to the floor. And this is when, uh, Charlie's really put off like, you know, why would he, this jewelry, why would she get rid of it? And he looks in the mirror and Rachel is just some scary, weird demon. Yeah. She's like a, like a gross wrote, lady demon. I wrote, I wrote goblin demon. Yeah. She's like a goblin demon. She's got like saggy demon titties. Her, she has like cloven hoofs, but her, her feet are like high heel shoe feet. Did <laughs> yeah, you see that? Yeah, yeah. That was really weird. And the demon is just still just still wants to bang. Yeah, so she she demon now in full demon form. She not only is in the mirror, but Charlie realizes it and she just drops the charade. Right. She's like I'm a full demon. Pins him and is trying to have sex with him and a, the mirror got broken in the tussle and I like that his first move is he cuts off her tail. Admittedly, <laughs> she's using it as a weapon. So, yeah. I mean, it's not just like a tail. She is like whipping it around and is breaking things. And that's what broke the mirror. But she is not happy with this. So she flies back. He picks up the demon gun and shoots her. She flies into bed. And the bed then, like the mattress flies away. And then there's a super deep portal straight to a deeper hell, I, I guess, a a bigger portal and <laughs> yeah. and then he super move uh, uh chad low like cox gun sorry just not my type <laughs> like now he's doing shtick over here <laughs> yeah he's into it you know he's, he's feeling the vibe uh so my charlie gets out of the room goes back to the car and so this is actually mike where i'm a little confused i think what happened is this i'm also confused he runs outside uh -huh. and his car is there So's the demon cops, but the demon cops car disappears. Mm -hmm. And what I'm understanding from this is that was never really the hell cop. That was an illusion. And the hell cop has the real Christy Swanson. That makes sense. And it's still driving. And sure. it's just really weirdly given to us, the target audience. And because I had to think about this because then you do see the hell cop is there and it's kind of weird. Right. 
It, it is kind of weird. Um, the next scene is also weird because Charlie's driving again to somewhere. And always driving. Always driving always in driving. Arizona hell. And he is. He just gets surrounded by a bunch of old Volkswagen Beetles. Yeah, this is... So, the, uh, what is like an old movie? Uh, I know they redid it with uh, uh, Mr. Bean. There's like this race movie. Do you know what I'm talking about? And it's like no. really famous and it's... Um, I want to say the love book. It was kind of like that, but okay. it's like Seth Green is in the remake and the uh, uh, oh Rat Race. Yeah, and I think that's based off a real, like an, an, not a real, but an original film. And then there's a Cannonball Run, like all of those. Oh, movies, okay. That's the kind of situation we're in. It's really weird because Charlie's driving. The Hell Cop is also in this mix, but there's like honestly hundreds of cars from the 70s they're, they're all volkswagen beetles it's of just various different colors yeah it's really weird for no reason yeah i don't i don't understand and then some start bumping into him and i thought okay he, i mean you would totally be dead you have hundreds of cars against you but only two do and then he drives past them and right you know, the rest take, don't it's he, like there's no agenda by any of these ghost drivers i don't even know who's driving right. them no no one knows there's a sign that says exit and he takes it and he I, is free from this now right literally how i try to describe this and i have a question mark is some sort of highway battle race question mark yeah just, who knows and yeah he drives off and the end we never see that again like that i don't know what that was i don't was that someone's hell i don't i don't maybe know. it's a call out to the volkswagen beetle being designed by hitler and only bought by terrible people wow <laughs> wait is that true that it was designed the first by, part yeah Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, like he didn't actually design it. Ferdinand Porsche designed it or whatever. Ferdinand. Um, But like the Volkswagen Beetle was like a big uh, Nazi money-making scheme that robbed the German people of a lot of money. That's, I did not know. Yeah. The the Volkswagen Beetle is a car uh, conceived by Nazis. And if you drive one, you're supporting that ideology. Wow. So (laughs) it's been brought to you by VW. (laughs) I I can say this because they don't make them anymore. Uh, People still own them, I guess, and like them for some reason. Anyway. Well, he gets to his destination. <laughs> he does. And so this is where he pulls a bold move that I noted. Master of hiding guns. He takes off a flannel shirt and wraps his gun in it. He's holding it like a gun. And it looks like a person holding a gun with a shirt wrapped around a Correct. gun. And that's how he sneaks into this area. It's clearly this, you know, Dante's Inferno river of sticks situation. He gets to this. Oh, no. First, he, he gets to a dog. All of a sudden, a three-headed dog appears. There's a line of people. Cerebrus, is that? Yeah. Yeah. And it's a claymation dog. Ben the dog jumps in, rah, rah, rah. And he's like, no, Ben, just wait by the car. He's like, I'll get through here. And how he gets through here is he just walks around the dog. I mean, he literally takes three feet, walks around. Uh, There's this blind man highlighting, you know, I, 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 I take the ferry back and forth, but you're alive. You need to leave. He's like, but my girlfriend's here. He's like, you still need to leave. He's like, my girlfriend's alive. He's like, hmm, that's strange. Okay, I'll take you, but you can't get back. So I could take you there, but you're going to be trapped and you're on your own. But right. that's kind of where we're at. Yeah, so it's like, it's clearly the the, like the boatman or whatever. Yeah. Um, he didn't have to pay him because usually there's coins involved in this. I would think, yeah. yeah. Um, nah, I think just being alive, he's like, ah, that's cool. Yeah, but you can never go back once you cross. He's like, nah, I'm, I'm cool with that. And he's like, all right, bro, get on the boat with these people in robes. So they, they go across the river, the river sticks, I guess, another song they couldn't afford. Um, yeah, he, and, and, and he, there's more sage advice, he goes, evil has many faces. 
some of which are sweet. Mm, yes. <laughs> and so then we get to the destination even further. He's like, you he basically straight up is like, you got to get off the boat here. Yeah. Like, he's like, really direct about it. He's like, this is where you get off now. <laughs> and he's like, okay. So Chadlow goes into this dark black uh, kind of like uh, tower skyscraper. Right. Uh, and then it's like a museum in there. Yeah, kind and of. I, I, he, I didn't understand where he was or what he was doing. Sure, he's still making his round his rounds with the gun shirt. So he's still yeah. holding a gun wrapped in a shirt that looks like a gun. And he gets chased by like Revolutionary War soldiers and yeah, like so, Turkish assault teams. Yeah, so this is where we see like all dead soldiers are, and now they're guarding this tower. And clearly, this is just weird. And Mike, this is where this he is walks the violin. in, okay. and this is where Christy Swanson is playing the violin. Yeah. And amongst the violin, there is an ornate array of bottles of booze, <laughs> throw pillows. Yeah, it's like it's a pretty nice setup they got in here. Um, yeah, so Satan's here, and he's got like uh, like horns, multiple horns. Well, we don't know that yet. No, no, no. There, there's oh. a transformation. So first, uh, it is clearly the real Christy Swanson, the real Rachel, and. And uh, Charlie's like, here's the necklace. And she's like, oh, it was a necklace. I wrote it down again. And not a bracelet. Oh, the necklace and they kiss. Or maybe it was a bracelet. I don't know. And then the demon walks in and, oh my God, uh, it's Satan. And we find out that it is actually Beazle. Beazle. Oh, wait, no, we don't fully no, no, find not, out. Not, oh, not no, I'm ruining it. Ah, oh, sorry. I, so many twists ruined. <laughs> yeah. So Satan shows up and he's, he looks like a, a Satan. Um, yeah, he's got like horns and shit. And clearly, um, like the contacts with like the slits for eyes. Yeah, like lizard eyes. Um, Charlie does not know what's going on. He says, "I don't know what's going on." He literally says, "I don't know what's happening here." <laughs> yeah, that is in quotes. Um, and the demon, you know, he's like, "I'm gonna take my sweet virgin." And there's like all this talk, and uh, he's like, "You know, it's Rachel's choice." And then. She's just like, I okay, I want to leave. Yeah, and then he's like, okay, well, no. <laughs> it really shuts that down quickly. Like, it's like, you know, Rachel could decide anything she wants. Okay, I want to leave. Not, you can't decide that. Not like that. And then, and then he goes, he says something. They're talking, and uh, I think uh, Chadlow says something like, you don't know how we feel. He's like, he goes, I know how everyone feels. <laughs> I was like, ah. And so this is, he goes, I know how everyone feels. Uh, and he, he highlights that I'm going to let you leave. I'm going to make you do the deal. And this goes back to the old story of Orpheus. Uh, uh, you're a DC. You're a dicey. Uh, I think it's you're a dicey. That uh, Orpheus marries you're a dicey. She dies and she goes to hell. And Orpheus goes into hell and Satan makes a deal. I will let you take her out as long as you never look back. And Orpheus goes all through hell and he's haunted and he's, you know, uh, being, you know, uh, terrorized. But he gets to the last steps out of this whole trek through hell. And the story of Orpheus is, he says, you know, they've been laughing at me the whole time. I've just been nothing but a fool. And he looks back and she disappears. He would have done that. I gotten out. It's kind of that story because they're running through. He's like, I'll let you go. Just you can't look back. And admittedly, Chadlow looks back because they're running down a flight of steps. And Christy Swanson slips down them. And he turns around to get her hand. And she goes, no, don't look back. So they've been surrounded by all these frozen people, all those guards that Mike was yeah. noting before. They were all frozen. The mo I did like the scene because the moment he turns and looks at her, everyone starts moving. And it's kind of terrifying. Uh, this yeah. would be the one scene I'd be like, holy hell. Like it's 28 days later, ask where 
zombies can't run at you. They can run at you. Uh, but luckily, they're near the cop car, and uh, they're trying to work their way in. Yeah, that, so they we have a quick flashback, I think, and then Satan turns into Beazel, and then this is where we yeah, know. Yeah. They're like, oh, there he is. Oh, demon is Beazel, surprise. Yeah, oh, no. Um, but yeah, so they, they find, they, they escape, they find Hellcop's car. And, and, and Christy Swanson. She's hot wiring this bitch. There's two things to note. There's only, so every time Hellcop gets in and out of the car, he's able to laser take away or put in the handle to the door. And she has like a device, like I'm going to figure out how to do this and does. Yeah, and she then knows they all the, the weird car. tricks. And then Mike immediately noted something. I was like, what the hell? Christy Swanson straight up is hot wiring the car. There's no keys. So she figured out some kind of hell magic to get the door handle. Then they get in and she's hot wiring a hell car. So sky's the limit. This is one of my favorite scenes in the movie because they do get the car to work. Where they, okay. Yeah, so they're driving on. and all of a sudden it's like going through the platform in Harry Potter. Like you just got to run through it at the train stop. Mm-hmm. She's like, no, no, that's a fake wall. You got to drive through it. And he's like, we're going to die. She's like, you've got to trust me. And he does. I believe they drive through a wall. And the scene that then takes place is it's like a child picked up a Hot Wheel toy. And if there was the picture of a Grand Canyon on your 60 inch TV, that child took the uh, Hot Wheel and went, wee, and just flew it around because that's exactly what it looks like. Yeah, it's, it's, it is some rough uh, effects here. Yeah, they, they fly rough h- hundreds of feet looping and twisting into another cave. Right. That's across some kind of gorge. And uh, that, that's where we're at. And then it pans back to Hellcat. It does. Well, luckily for them, they land uh, exactly where they need to be. <laughs> yeah, right, right by Chadlow's uh, car that he left. Which is, with Ben. Which Ben's is, gardening. Yeah, ben, Ben's there. The car's there. So that's that's really handy. Um, and then they, they drive off and they, they ditch the Hellcar, right? And they drive off in their car. And so Hellcop gets to Hellcar. And I wrote, how long has this been? Like, it seems like a lot of times would, ala- would have lapsed. But uh, Hellcop is getting a crew of like, goblins or something to fix his car. And uh, he is quickly on pursuit. And I wrote, how far behind is he? Because it, like, honestly, how fast did he get to that car? Uh, then the crew have to fix it. I would assume hours lapsed, but immediately he's close enough. But it does pan back to or uh, cut back to Beazle. And Beazle <laughs> seems very proud of Chad Lowe. He goes, mm-hmm. you made it. You're a real player. I'm proud of you. <laughs> he was we, proud yeah, of you. Yeah, the devil has real odd motives. I kind of dig the devil throughout this movie. And then uh, Adam's going to go with Beazle, and he, he's not happy. And, and there is something that we noted or didn't note before that Chad Lowe did talk with this kid, Adam, and he's like, you know, when I leave, I'll take you with me. And the kid's like, really? And there was kind of like a backstory, like, you know, my parents died, and I woke up, and I was the only one that was there. Beazle took me in. He's showing me things. He, I'm going to be an apprentice. He takes care of me, but I would like to go back up to the real earth. And Chad Lowe says, you're absolutely coming back with me. Yeah, I again, I took zero notes about the kid because I was, I don't know why, but I was just so disinterested in him every time he showed up. Sure. I just assumed this would be the last time we he saw him. He looks very malnourished. Someone he should does, get that yeah. kid a, it's a soup and a sandwich. He looked really familiar to me. He kind of looked like the kid from Dick Tracy and What About Bob? He also looks a oh little bit like a very early Lucas Haas if Lucas Haas was like seven or eight years old. Maybe. I, I don't know why this kid looked familiar, but he he did. I don't, I don't know. I looked him up and then I didn't recognize him. Um, I'm sorry, that actor who plays them. I'm not saying that to be mean. I'm just saying no. I really didn't recognize that. So then we're back. Uh, Christy Swanson uh, is in Hellcop's car. 
Wait, how did that happen? Do we skip somewhere? I don't. I don't have that. So they they drive up. Oh no, that was that was a previous note. You're on the wrong, you're on the wrong page. I'm on the wrong page. I'm like, how is she back in that car? Um, yeah. So they they drive up to this weird tower, and Beazle's there with with what's the kid's name? Charlie? No, Adam. Adam. Um, yeah, you're totally correct. Yeah, this is where they plan a deal. The old devil is willing to bet on some things, kind of deal. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, the kid like like Paul said, the kid's conflicted. He's like, you know, I want to stay here with you, Beazle. Um, yeah, well, he says, I, I promised him. I promised him. But then Charlie's like, but what if you just came with me anyway? And then he's like, yeah, yeah, Charlie, yeah okay, that's, yeah, that's well, Charlie goes, but I promised you too. He's like, really, mister? Oh, God, like you will. Oh, snaps, mister. Like, for reals? Like, I thought you were just joshing me. Um, he's like, no. And then <laughs> Beasel's like, damn it. <laughs> yeah. And so they strike this deal. So Hell Cop is racing up. And he's like, here's the deal. I will go to, and I will outrace Hell Cop. And if we go, we're going to go through the portal. This is an interesting bet. And uh, Beazle's like, okay. So if you get to that portal, which you won't before, I'll let you all go. What do I get? And Charlie goes, you'll get Adam. He's like, yeah, no. (laughs) And he's like, straight up, no. He's like, I want Rachel, and I want her to have my baby. Mm -hmm. And Rachel does say, you know, I I will do this. And he's like, oh, out of your free will? Like, it's extra tasty. Mm -hmm. So I guess he's like, handshake. They have a handshake deal. And Beazle <laughs> plays it pretty straight. Like, Beazle's pretty, you know, the Satan is pretty facetious in this and, you know, throughout, but he's pretty direct. But he does this really weird move before the race starts. He's like, he get, he's the whole personality shift. He peeks in the window of the driver's seat with Charlie and says, Hey, what if I made you the quarterback of the Rams? Would, <laughs> would you then give Rachel and Adam to me? And yeah, and he says like in a weird voice, it's just like a totally different character. Yeah, he's hamming it up here. And Charlie looks at him and gets all cocky and puts back on his 49ers hat and says, you know, if it was the if it was the Niners, I might have said yes, but you know, you didn't, and drives off. Right. One, that's kind of a diss to Christy Swanson and Adam. Like, so you were open this, even mm-hmm. though that was yeah. a joke. But two, like, <laughs> what is happening? But yeah, Hellcop is close behind him. Well, also, at this point, the the fucking weird biker gang, Royce, oh, Royce and his fucking goatee show up, um, and and Beazle highlights, "You're a great disappointment to me." Yeah, and again, like I don't know what their relationship is. Something um, was said, and this is all that was said. There was a plan, and Beazle had some sort of plan that involved people doing things eventually. And everyone would basically be a soldier in his army. That's how I take it. Sure. None of that is disclosed. None of what was supposed to happen in these massive events. And uh, Royce just highlights, I did everything that you told me to do. I want to go back up. I was promised. And he's like, you're a great disappointment to me. And then so this this is where we get a, a payoff that Royce is then racing also with uh, Hellcop. Hellcop takes out the gun. So it's Royce with Clara on the back of the motorcycle. Mm-hmm. He pulls up alongside of Hellcop. Hellcop pulls out a gun. He's about to shoot Royce in the face. And he goes, Royce says, this is, I actually love this uh, moment. Royce says, hey, man, you owe me. And Hellcop goes, mm-hmm. and puts the gun away and honors the deal. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. like, bad, badass, dude. That's great. Yeah, so like Royce isn't really racing He's not part of the race. He's just there trying to trying to fuck up Charlie's deal. Yeah, I think because he's because he's kind of a dick and what? like he so he's upset that Beazle is letting Charlie have a deal to potentially get out of hell because because Royce wants to get out of hell is yeah. what I'm gathering. That's my guess that if he gets Charlie and Rachel and Adam 
out of the way or kills them, mm-hmm. he's going to take the portal back and that's going to be the deal. Like, right. I could do it. And that's not really the deal that Beazle ever makes, but I guess it's, if you do that, maybe. Yeah, I sure, mean, maybe. Sure. We're all here. A lot of deals are broken along the way. Yeah. Except for that one with Hellcop well, and yeah. Royce. So that was, that was a Hellcop baller on, move. <laughs> Hellcop honors his deals. I like that. Um, so this it's it's pretty inconsequential but like royce is being a dick he's trying to stab the car or something with his dumb sword yeah he's stabbing the car it's uh, going really close to adam yeah and and clara who is on the back of his motorcycle you know has a luke skywalker uh, versus darth vader moment where yeah. it's i'm gonna take you or i should say the darth emperor. vader versus emperor yeah. moment where she's like no and then she takes off a scarf and puts it around his face so he can't see and they, right it's kind of comical because they run right off a cliff, sort of. <laughs> they run off a cliff, but then it shows them about to go off a cliff, and the motorcycle doesn't, and they hit the ground, and they both go over. <laughs> so the motorcycle's still there, and they just go, wee, tussling right off. Yeah, she just yeets them off of that cliff. I don't, I don't know why she had to put a like the, the handkerchief over his eyes. If you're on a motorcycle, the easiest thing to do on a motorcycle is crash. And here's you don't you don't need a scarf for that. Sure. And here's here's another uh, piece of wisdom that's dropped immediately after. So now they're out of the way. It's just Hellcop versus Charlie's car. Again, Charlie's car contains mm-hmm. Charlie as the driver, Christy Swanson, Rachel in the passenger seat, and Adam and Ben, the dog in the back. And he's shooting at Hellcop. And Adam goes, you need to shoot him in the glasses. If you break his glasses, that's basically his power. And Chadlow goes, why didn't you tell me this before? And he goes, now I'm, what, I'm on your side yeah. now, mister. Yeah, he's like, now I'm on your side. Like, oh, I could have told you so many things, but like, <laughs> screw you, dude. I was like, oh, my God. So that's a great piece of wisdom. But uh, they're down to the last bullets. And there's also a weird bullet. So they're all shotgun shells. They all have these red, you know, caps. Yeah. But this one has a white cap with some kind of like black patterns. It's a fancy one. And and it gets out of Christy Swanson's hand and goes under the car seat. And she is trying to find it. It's kind of funny because (laughs) I like this exchange. He's like, that's our last bullet. We need it. And she's like, well, I just can't find it. And he's like, you need to go back and look for (laughs) it. And she does. She's like, well, I still can't find it. He's like... You have yeah, to. Yeah. Like, this is mission critical like, now. This is the only thing we need. Like you have to do this. Right, like it's in the car. You need to find this thing. And she doesn't, but she right. does find something else, Mike. Oh shit! What? She finds a nitrous switch. Do you don't remember this? I don't remember this at all. So okay. under the car seat, we we see that the bullet shifts so far to the left or right of the car that it's kind of wedged between something. And you could kind of see that it's now out of her sight, that that this is why it's been a hard time finding it. Oh, is this how they got away? Yeah. And okay. she goes, wait, I don't have that, but I think I found something else. This is going to help. I think I know what it is. And he's like, what? And she goes, wait, and flips the switch. And like a Fast and Furious movie... Uh, fire comes out and it's something that sam said the gas station attendant he goes you know oh your this car- was the most important thing yeah, he's like your car could get you in to hell city but my car could get you out meaning so i have another car that could also get you in but you need something else and wow. this is what was never my said. mind is i didn't i had no yes. i did not piece that together well, i also you know my mind was blown when christy swanson immediately saw some nitrous switches and thought i know exactly what this is and what we're gonna do because well I, I don't know why in cars. Sure. Yeah, she knows, she yeah. knows the drill. Sure. So they do it. So they hit the nitrous and they just blast past. And we get this really weird scene where 
uh, Chadlow's cheeks are being like uh, shot back by wind, like and they jet through the portal, and they it is like someone threw a car. Like <laughs> how it lands, it would have flipped over front, over back, and rolled. But they they get there. And the cop, the real police officer that tried to pull... The real comptroller yeah, is the, here. The real cop uh, is waiting and it was in disbelief that, you know, maybe he saw this car go through a portal, what's going on? But boom, a portal opens, this car comes through, and he immediately goes for Chad Lowe. He, yeah, so is this... W- w- um, he's like, you're in a world of shit, boy. He, well, yeah, he is definitely in and that. And puts real handcuffs on him. Uh, so did he... Was the time difference like he he just popped out at the same moment that he left? Is that what I'm we're guessing no? Because I will explain later that there is a time shift where they're like, ah, I made it past the time limit. Like I'll, I'll explain that in a okay. second. So the, the the cop is you know like he says like you're in the world of shit. Why boy. is the cop there then? I just sat just, there for the for the next there ten for hours, hours yeah, or whatever. Right. I see. I I thought that he like the cop watched him disappear and then immediately reappear and was like, the fuck. Well, so that's how I understood this. So scene. he's yelling at Chad Lowe. He's in handcuffs. Yeah. He's like, I don't like. He's basically like, I don't know why you're laughing. Like, I'm taking you to prison. Oh yeah, but Chad Lowe's chucking it up. Yeah, he's like, he's stoked to be out of hell. He's like, I'm out of hell. Like, there's nothing worse you could do. And then, boom, hell cop comes through the portal as well. Yeah. And, and then you know, there's a tussle. Yeah, and and hell cop now he kills the regular non hell yeah. cop. Um, and then. There, the, yeah, the tussle ensues, and but lo, lo and behold, uh, Christy Swanson finally finds the goddamn shotgun shell. Um, yeah, well, we don't know that. She just pops out, mm-hmm. shoots him in the face. In the sunglasses. And I, I do like the scene. It's super, you know, 80s, early 90s. Uh, the, the glasses glow that, like, cartoon blue that you would see in Ghostbusters. Yeah. And lights come out, and then just boom, explodes. And then she's like, yeah, well, I found, I the, found gun. the gun. And I <laughs> shot him in the glasses. Um, found the last bullet. Um, and then, uh, yeah. And then they high five freeze frame. Yeah, but there was something. Noted, like, there's like a like a clock ring or something. Like, oh, we did it. We got out past. Like as soon as they make it through the portal, you hear like a bing. Oh, to, to indicate yeah. that they just. Yeah, made it. so okay. that's what made me think that maybe time was still going. But maybe Mike's right that you know for that one, the real police officer in the real world, not hell. Uh, it was just you know five minutes or six minutes or not as long or just instantaneously is super weird, but yeah. Um, I noted uh, is Clara still alive because they pan back to her really quick. Um, uh, Royce is clearly dead; he's impaled, but Clara's hand moves. It's like clutch, clutch. Like yeah. maybe she's alive. Yeah, Royce impaled himself on his own sword. And oh. then they pan to Satan, and he's with a servant on a sand dune dr- having a drink. <laughs> and then it pans back to. Uh, uh, Christy Swanson and uh, Chad Lowe and uh, Ben and the dog and Adam and it freeze frames. It literally says the words at the end and mm-hmm. credits start rolling. Yeah. <laughs> there's no aftermath. There's no, then they got married. Then they did a lope. I mean, now they're in charge of a 10 year old child. So uh, happy wedding to you. Yeah. Uh, we never know what happens to them. It's just, we got out of hell. The end. Boom. <laughs> that's yeah, that that's correct. And with that, Mike, how did you like <laughs> Highway to Hell? The, this movie had its ups and downs for me. I I liked some of the I don't know some of the, like the the hell mythology stuff. I know I mentioned that at the beginning. I thought that was kind of neat. I the uh, the the Orpheus stuff. I didn't I didn't pick up on, um, but that that's kind of cool. So the, clearly, whoever wrote this kind of had some some idea of what they were doing, and it wasn't just a, a pull out of your ass thing. Sure. Um, there were some scenes that were that were weird, um, but I, yeah, overall, I, I I enjoyed it. I don't know if it's a hard recommend for me, 
But if you know, if you come across it at night on on Tubi or whatever, whatever we watch is on, uh, yeah, I, I'd I'd give it a view maybe. Um, but don't don't expect too much. This is another one. I know I said this last week with Free Jack. Um, this is this is a movie where I feel like if someone kind of punched up the screenplay a little bit and dialed back some of the dumb parts, like I kind of don't overall hate the concept. Yeah. Um, I, and I know Paul is in the same boat as me. Like we're both fans of the show supernatural. So kind of this like, you know, heaven and hell meets earth, you know, kind of thing. That was a bad description, but I, I, I'm kind of here for that. I, I, I like that. So, you know, the idea of a movie where some guy has to like kind of battle through this weird hell to get his girlfriend back. I'm not, I'm not off for that. That sounds okay to me. Um, I think if this movie was done a little bit better with maybe some more modern sensibilities and a little bit better effects, I think it could be really fun. Uh, the concept's good. Uh, Chad Lowe is, is kind of bonkers, but fine. Christy Swanson's fine. Well, the only, the only, so I actually really like Chad Lowe in this. Yeah. I have not seen Chad Lowe in many things. I don't um, think I've seen him. You had to tell me who he was. I, 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 I told, I told, I told Mike that my wife and I had watched episodes of pretty little liars and Chad Lowe plays the father so it's like clearly decades later and a very different kind of character. But I, I actually really like him in this, and I, I'm surprised I did not see him more throughout. Again, it's Rob Lowe's younger brother. Yeah, it's funny because the, the lead up to us watching this, you were like, yeah, it's a Chad Lowe movie. I'm like, yeah, okay, great, bro, whatever. And then you're like, no, it's, it's a Rob Lowe's brother. Like, oh, I didn't, yeah, I didn't pick up on that at all. I'm surprised because I feel Oh, no, he looks just yeah, like totally. him. Yeah, totally. Like, he's a good looking guy. I think he did a really good job. I like Christy Swanson. My only problem in this is, you know, when I saw this movie, she has, you know, the cameo, a uh, very bit part in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Clearly, I know her as the original Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I just wish she was fighting back because in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, she is a badass taking names and just taking down vampires. And this, it's a little more subdued. It's okay, like, hear, oh, no. Hear me out. What if this movie was actually just a follow-up to Buffy the Vampire Slayer and she is Buffy the Vampire Slayer but has to go to hell to like wreck shit. What Fan- if what if the roles oh are reversed? Oh yeah, that'd be fantastic. That's the that'd movie be, I want to see. Hell yeah, that would be that'd be fantastic. That that movie should be made. Christy Swanson, you still should do it. Chad Lowe, I'm in. I believe in you. Oh, let's get the yeah, director. Maybe Beazel wants tight young boys in this one and Christy Swanson has to go wreck some shop to save. I would, day. I would totally watch that. Yeah, yeah. I, I noted, you know, a lot of the comedy f- felt like some MTV '90s. I definitely had a bigger appreciation of this when I was younger, and I saw this in the '90s. Again, I saw it mid or late '90s. I did not see it in '91 when it premiered. So it kind of had this weird, like things are kind of gross. There's kind of jokes. I mean, there is dark humor all throughout this. As Mike said, I do like the concept, you know, someone's on a task, they need to go to hell. I don't care what gender, what age, what it is. I love Mike's idea of Christy Swanson and roles reverse that Chad Lowe's abducted and she goes in and she needs to save it. That'd be awesome. I don't care who goes on that quest. I just love that quest, especially going up with demons. I feel this movie definitely needed to punch it up. Like someone yeah. needed to have moral dilemmas. They're like, your soul is pure. You could do this. Establish that. Show that this person's soul is pure. Show that, you know, maybe there's some growth or whatever it is. I do wish Christy Swanson was uh, kicking some more ass throughout this film. Shout yeah. out to Christy Swanson. I thought she did good. I just wish she was just, again, you know, just beating some people up. Because well, yeah, that's how I want my Christy Swanson. But, uh, you know, honestly, that kind of brings up an interesting point. We, I think this has been brought up in a, in a few of these apps where... The, a lot of these movies, like we're, you know, we're talking about movies that are kind of, kind of B-side films, kind of forgotten, kind of maybe missed the mark a little bit. But I think a lot of these are movies that were like almost really good, yeah. but, but, 
just just missed it a little bit. And I feel like this this falls into that. Um, like I said, Free Jack is another one. Uh, what el- what else have we talked about that would kind of fall into that? the the two The two modern movies we talked about. Uh, Ping Pong Summer oh, yeah. and Beverly Laughlin, I don't think fall into that category. But but some of the other movies that we've talked about, I, I think have. They're just like it's a it's an interesting concept that if if they had been either made at a different time or maybe with like a little bit more budget, yeah, they, budget they could have been better. Crime Wave would not have been no. better. But, but highway, but, highway to hell. I totally agree. I mean, imagine I I, I I highlighted allusions to Mad Max and you know some Fallout films. That's kind of what hell is supposed to look like. This movie, a lot of the scenes, I think, almost inspired. I don't know if you ever saw Risk Cutters, a love story. Mm-hmm. So there's kind of this, you know, afterworld purgatory. It's kind of like bleached out, faded out. It's kind of like what the sun in this Arizona setting was doing. I thought some of the cinematography was cool, but as Mike said, what if they had cooler things? Like, what if there was like a souped up, you know supernatural-esque car um the, yeah like so like a cool impala a cool charger like now we have future cars cooler car races not just weird random highway battles with vw bugs like that was weird and a lot of it was terrible cg in the background but yeah if we had more you know settings more cooler cars a little more special effects maybe even just flesh out the story a touch um i do like there's a lot of like it's just kind of like this cheesy throwback, like a lot of mystery, like this old man at a gas station's like, hey, son, I've been there. Let me help you. I failed, but I believe in love. I love the story. And it's like, I believe in love, but you have to go through hell to accomplish what you want. I'm in. This seems like a movie I'd watch when I was much younger um, at midnight, and that's probably how I saw it the first time. That's somewhere in the 90s. I was watching late, late at night on some channel, and I was like, what the hell is this? And then many, many years later, Mike and I watched it. And then again, many, many years later, here we are again. So I do have a little bit of a sentimental connection, but I 100% agree with Mike. It would be a bit of a hard sell, but it's not a lack of acting. It's a little more of a budget and a little more of a story that I think needs to be worked on. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, they couldn't even afford the Highway to Hell song. So clearly there wasn't a lot of money to throw around. They could afford four stillers, but I guess maybe maybe they got like a, a bulk rate. Uh, I love Ben Stiller, and this is a hundred percent not one of his shining moments. And you, I thought he, I thought he did a good job. I thought his character was kind of fun. It was just weird to see him I, as I'm Ben like, Stiller. I mean, just, yeah. just you know, like that's Ben Stiller. You're like, woof. Okay. Sorry, um, I, sorry. I take it back. I like Jerry Stiller. That character. makes more sense because yeah. Ben Stiller's two characters, and I was like, maybe you like him as a tell of the Hun, but he only has a couple lines no. and it's like very background. Um, but yeah, so. That kind of concludes where we're at with Highway to Hell. Um, We watched it on Tubi. If you're kind of into these movies, you should definitely check it out. Uh, Our next film, well, before we get to that, as always, you could contact us. You could write us at rabbittroopsucks at gmail.com. Rabbittroopsucks podcast. Rabbittroopsucks podcast at gmail.com. Or go directly to our website, rabbittroopsucks.com. And we have some things there and you could directly listen to us on a many ways and wherever you're streaming podcast it should be available next episode we are going to cover a movie that mike has never seen i have actively looked for this and at the end of highway to hell it popped up as a recommendation and i thought let's go right into it uh 1994's brain scan with edward furlong and you might know edward furlong specifically from the young boy in terminator 2 amongst many other films that i've seen him in pecker the, the young sequel. boy that's where <laughs> the the seeker the sequel to the crow 
Uh, there's some uh, very ups and downs in his career, but Brain Scan is kind of interesting. I feel that might be the second big film I saw him in after Terminator 2, a couple years later. Brain Scan was after Terminator 2 for Edward Furlong. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So this is more of like a, a teen movie where someone gets sucked into a video game and you don't know what's going on. It's a very, this Lawnmower Man, uh, other movies. Kind of similar. Not super VR, but Mike, you'll see what I'm talking okay. about. He has not watched it. I have not. I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, the, the the poster for Brain Scan does not scream this movie came out after Terminator 2. Oh, this is a step down. This is, <laughs> okay. you did Terminator 2, and now you want money for other things. So, yeah. But, uh, as always, we were recording from Denver, Colorado. Hopefully, everyone in Denver, you're doing well tonight. Mm-hmm. And uh, we hope uh, you're just having sweet dreams. As always, I am Paul. And I'm Mike. And Rabbit Troop Sucks. Rabbit Troop Sucks.